Welcome to the Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes, and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Last Christian Radio Show. I do really appreciate each and every one of you being here tonight. Terry, you're there in the Dallas area, and I don't know, but um, it's getting a little chilly out here in East Texas. Yeah, that's that, that sweater. <laughs> well, you know me, I, I, I don't usually wear a long sleeve shirt, but, you know. Yeah, yeah I started to say, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Um, it's just a touch chilly, and anyway, uh, look, we've got a lot to cover. We really do. We always do, but um, mm-hmm. you know, the the thing is, is I put up on the title slide tonight. How close are we? Well, yes. Let me tell you, uh, everything that I see, and as we go through this tonight, I think we're pretty close. Yes. That's opinion. That's opinion. Okay. But I think we're pretty close. And I think uh, once you guys begin to listen to some of this stuff, that um, you'll understand that. I do want to start off local tonight. We don't do that much. You know, I, I, I try to focus primarily on the Middle East because that's really what matters. But then again, you know, we've got a tremendous amount of people here in the United States, and I think we're all worried about our country mm-hmm. if if you care about the country if you love the country then you're worried about the country it's just that simple that's right, right. Yeah. so uh anyway I, I want to um i want to play a few things uh number one the, the very first one that i'm going to play here uh, is concerning those classified documents uh not just president yeah. biden but president trump as well and the mm-hmm. way that uh, the media has portrayed all this stuff what the polls are saying you know, it's kind of, you know, it was very, very interesting to me. Okay, before I play the clip, I do want to, you know, our, this is a standard thing we always do. If you haven't uh, subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, please do. Uh, believe it or not, just your sharing the video, you might reach that last individual to accept Christ before the rapture. You're, the okay. fact that you shared it. You are actually mm-hmm. helping to share the Word of God simply by making mm-hmm. a very simple thing of subscribing to a channel, commenting, liking a video, sharing it to your friends. You never know who you're going to reach. Just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. It's a it's very, right. very yeah. simple thing to do. Okay, let's listen to this. Again, this is both on President Trump and President Biden concerning uh, some loose handling of classified information. Strong majorities of Americans believe that both President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump acted inappropriately when it came to their handling of classified documents. But in weighing their severity, the majority of the public believes Trump's actions were more serious, a new ABC News IPSIS poll finds. Over three-quarters of the public, 77%, feel that Trump acted inappropriately in the way that he handled classified files, while 64% say the same of Biden. Okay, so even though that came from ABC, you know, all but correct news, even so, even so, it is amazing to me what the lamestream media has been able to do with this issue, because who is president right now? Is Is it Donald Trump or is it Joe Biden? Yeah, it's Biden. Okay, and so who has the most recent and most information about all of the intelligence that is is piped into the White House, President Trump or President Biden? That would be Biden. So when you take that into account, now then the classified material that is in Trump's house is at least at this point over two years old. How current is the information that uh, that, uh, President Biden has? 
Oh, well, that's amazing. Let me throw it in real quick. They've reported finding stuff from decades back all the way up to the very present. I, but I don't care about the decades back. I really no, don't. I, I care understand. about right now. It's just like I don't, yeah. you know, people people want to know about the Kennedy assassination. Okay, well, that was 1963. <laughs> if anybody ever if anybody ever actually solves it, which they never will to everybody's satisfaction, then let's, you yeah. know, that's fine. But that's ancient yeah. history. What isn't yeah. ancient history is the fact that this stuff was found and he mm -hmm. is the current president of the United States with current documents and yet people yeah. think that Trump who hasn't been in office in two years mm -hmm. that what he has mm -hmm. is more dangerous than mm -hmm. what the current president mm -hmm. have and mm -hmm. and again all but correct news you know ABC all yep. but correct yep. news has pumped that as has the lamestream media and mm -hmm. unfortunately, and I hate to say it, I'm just going to be blunt, we got a lot of stupid Americans. We really do. We have a lot of stupid yeah. people in this country. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You got anything to add on that, Terry, before we move on? Yeah, real quick, uh, Biden, number one, uh, most of the documents uh, that they're finding uh, for Biden uh, were documents that he got when he was vice president. Uh, president Trump, uh, there is a provision in government made where a president, when he leaves office, can take and declassify certain that has not been put out and, and noted. Uh, he was totally within his legal rights uh, when he did that. Uh, and so and he was forthcoming to the FBI and everybody else about anything they wanted to look at. And he invited them down in June. Well, I mean, you know, it just—he's just getting bad reporting from the major sources of the media, uh, and it's all false, and that's what—that's what really irks me. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just throw my two cents in. Both of them yeah. are wrong. Both of them are wrong. Yeah. Neither one of them should have done it. You know, they can yeah. make up excuses or have reasons, but it was stupid. There's no excuse for yeah, the. You don't stupid. understand. There's no excuse for the president of the United States when he legally, when he was leaving office, he had the he had, and I don't know the name of the law, but anyway, it's uh, that he could actually take things with him. Uh, most presidents do because there are historical documents that they want to use in their libraries and so forth. And he had taken some. But again, he was the president and he has been given leeway to do that. No one is talking about the legality. Okay. And I'm not talking about the legality either. I'm talking about the stupidity yeah. of it. But, you know, now that's but just between, okay, but well, wait, 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 we're wasting too much time on this. We have, we have a complete disagreement on it. I'm never going to see your point. I'm never going to see your point. Okay. So, and then, so next, what I wanted to look at, and this is kind of also down the same vein, but not the president of the United States. In this case, it's the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and this is really sad. A former FBI <laughs> official in New York has been arrested over his ties to a Russian oligarch, law enforcement sources stated Monday. Charles McGonigal, who is the special agent in charge of counterintelligence in the FBI's New York field office, is under arrest over his ties to Oleg Deripaska, a Russian billionaire who has been sanctioned by the United States and criminally charged last year with violating those sanctions. 54-year-old McGonagall is charged with violating U.S. sanctions by trying to get Derry Pasca off the sanctions list. Jason Riley reporting. Okay, so, uh, you know, everybody's so worried about Russia. I mean, Russia's been in, in the news forever, it seems like. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, our FBI now, you know, I used to, I would say that you could trust them. I don't trust the FBI any further than I can throw them. I just don't. No, I'm, right. I'm, I'm out on the FBI. I think that it's an agency that has now, it's gotten so big and so out of control, there's no hope for it. So let's just kill it and start with something else. That's my, again, my personal opinion. Okay. Now, that's enough as far as the United States of America goes, because this is about prophecy. What we're interested in is what's going to happen and how close we are to the rapture of the church. That's where we're at. That's what we want to talk about, not waste our time on stuff in the United States that is not going to matter much. So the first thing I want to, I want to bring to everybody's attention is a report 
This is out of China. You know, we've been we've been dealing with COVID-19 now since 2020. Okay, and uh, well, just listen to this. Mainland China rang in the Lunar New Year with large family gatherings and big public celebrations. With the strict zero-COVID policy no longer in effect, despite a surge in cases and deaths, including 12,660 in the past week, three years after the pandemic emerged in the nation. No true idea of the extent of the outbreak exists because the nation of more than 1.4 billion people no longer is listing the daily data for deaths, cases and hospitalizations with sparse data now infrequent. The possibility of a big COVID-19 rebound in China over the next two or three months is remote as 80 percent of people have already been infected, a prominent government scientist said on Saturday. The mass movement of people during the ongoing Lunar New Year holiday period may spread the pandemic, boosting infections in some areas, but a second COVID wave is unlikely in the near term. Wu Zuinyo, chief epidemiologist at the China Center for Disease Control and Prevention, said on the Weibo social media platform. Jason Riley reporting. Okay, so they got, what, 1.4 billion people? Did I hear that right? Something like that. Okay, and 80% of the people have been in, uh, exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, who says? Uh, well, it, that's what they say. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, how, how do they know that? How, how many people no. in the, how many people in the United States have been exposed to COVID nineteen? Yeah, you have any idea? That's right. That's I don't. Point. No. How about no. in How about in England or in Russia or, you know, Mexico? Um, I'm sorry, but again, I'm calling them out for, you know, misinformation. Misinformation seems to be a big thing now. But you know, the the thing is, is that. You can't say eighty percent of people have been exposed to something just because, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You got to tell me how you come up with that, you know. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, the important thing here, I, I muted mine. You forgot. Okay. So anyway, the the important the the important thing here is that COVID nineteen is a pestilence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, and it's it's worldwide, right? Hmm. And in Matthew 24, didn't it say something about pestilence in the in the days leading up to the last days? Matthew 24. Okay, and there's other pestilences too, right? Oh yes, whole bunch of them. Yeah. Okay. Just exactly the way that was stated in Matthew 24. So you know that's one thing. I'm not going to hang on. I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, as you guys can tell, our shows are completely unscripted and 100% live. Okay. And uh, so anyway, uh, Sam, hello. Monica, I hope you're well, too. Anyway, um, the, the, the deal is, is that we're having all these issues just exactly the way the Bible said. And that is the ticking clock. That's the TikTok that, that, that mm-hmm. just... It continues and it continues. But, you know, there has to be more problems, right? There has to be more mm-hmm. problems in order for things to, to happen. So let's look, mm-hmm. let's look at Iran right now. Things aren't going too well in the country of Iran. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Iran's troubled currency fell to a record low against the U.S. dollar on Saturday amid the country's increasing isolation and possible European Union sanctions against Tehran's Revolutionary Guard or some of its members. Ties between the EU and Tehran have deteriorated in recent months as efforts to revive nuclear talks have stalled. Iran has detained several European nationalists, and the bloc has become increasingly critical of the violent treatment of protesters and the use of executions. Executions is the big thing there, you know. Um, You know, uh, we had that argument uh, with, with our friend out of Virginia, you know, comparing religions earlier. Well, name me a Christian country that's executing non Christians. Yeah, not one. Not a single one. Okay. But mm-hmm. um, if you do not accept Islam, if you do not go, you know, and pray at exactly a certain time of day, every day, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. dress the way that you're supposed to, all the time, mm-hmm. every day, and you know, be com- a completely obedient. Then you can be killed. 
And mm-hmm. I mean, that is, that's, that's Islam. Okay. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not bashing Islam. I am not bashing mm-hmm. Islam. I am saying, mm-hmm. I'm just giving you a fact. You know, I, um, yeah. I've got another report coming up that mentions Islamophobia. How about Christianophobia? How about yeah. normalophobia? You know, how about, yeah. you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of phobias out there. And the yeah. least of my concern are some of the sillyophobias. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, take that for what it's worth. Okay. Next yeah. next thing up here, and this is about the sillyophobia, by the way. Um, here we go. Uh, and it's just mentioned, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a part mm-hmm. of it. Okay. This is with Turkey, Sweden, mm-hmm. and NATO. Protest in Stockholm on Saturday against Turkey and Sweden's bid to join NATO, including the burning of a copy of the Quran, sharply heightened tensions with Turkey at a time when the Nordic country needs Ankara's backing to gain entry into the military alliance. The Turkish foreign minister's statement was issued after an anti-immigrant politician from the far-right fringe burned a copy of the Quran near the Turkish embassy. The Turkish ministry urged Sweden to take necessary actions against the perpetrators and invited all countries to take concrete steps against Islamophobia. Torvi Rodriguez reporting. Okay, there's your Islamophobia because somebody burned a Quran. Is that the only one they got? Yeah. I'm telling you what. How many of those things are out there? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of Bibles out there. There's, a, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of Qurans out there. If anybody wants to read one of the things, but you know, if if you get all worked up over that, then I'm sorry, but you may be. And I said this to you in the pre-show, and I'm going to say it now too. But you know, if you get all that upset about that kind of stuff, then maybe you need to go have a seat at the kiddie table and let the adults take care of the rest, because you know, yeah. to burn one book. To burn one book, yeah. causing yeah. a country yeah. not to be able to be a part of an alliance, a military alliance, that is mm-hmm. about the stupidest thing that I have ever heard of. I mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, think about it. I'm, I'm biting my tongue because I know uh, you are. The, the, the number are the number of stupidities. Uh, are legion in the world in terms of what people believe, regardless of whatever the religion might be. Uh, but here's the thing. I don't hear any great protests about the thousands and thousands of Christians that are being killed, even as we're speaking here on the show this evening, uh, all across the planet. Right. Uh, and they're being, the, it's people being killed. Uh, there are books being burned. Right. <laughs> you right. know, and no notice no notice none at all yeah okay so the next one the next one and all of this is all of this by the way it's all about how close are we all of it yes all of it is how close are we what i want people to do is once this show is over or even while it's going on i don't care pick up the bible and, and turn to Matthew chapter 24 and read that. And mm-hmm. uh, then turn your Bible to the chapter of Ezekiel, or, or to the book of Ezekiel, chapters 38 and 39, and look at that. Look at the coalition mm-hmm. that it says is going to go up against Israel. Then look at the world news and see if those nations aren't coming together being really friendly, and they got Israel surrounded with hundreds of thousands of missiles, and they're talking about mm-hmm. nuclear war there as well. Um, you know, again, read Ezekiel 38, read Ezekiel 39. Uh, consider that the weaponry that's being brought in to be used against Israel is all being brought through, or a lot of it, the majority of it, is being brought through the nation of Syria, and specifically the Damascus airport. And then turn your Bible to Isaiah chapter 17, and just look at verse 1, where it says that Damascus is going to cease from being a city. And remember Mm -hmm. that Damascus is the oldest city in the world. So you put all this stuff Mm -hmm. together, and you say, how close are we? Okay, well... We got, we got even, we got even more. We got even more. Take mm-hmm. this. Let's take a listen to this one. This is about Russia. And remember the sanctions. We're, we're supposed to be cutting them off. You know, got, giving them any money for uh, yeah. for oil, right? Uh, and 
do you, do you think diesel comes out of water or rocks or something like that, or, or does diesel come? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Western yeah, countries are working to structure price caps on Russian refined petroleum products to ensure continued flow of Russian diesel. But the markets are complicated, and there is a chance things don't go as planned, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said. Yellen said the new price caps have been proven more complicated than for crude, given the range of different refined products and price structures, and the importance of ensuring continued supplies of Russian diesel to the market. And Janet Yellen is another one of those individuals that is in way over her head. She has yeah. no idea what she's doing. Uh, you know, she was a political appointee to a very important post, and it, you know, she's not capable of doing it. She is not capable yeah. of the job, and nobody cares. You know, that's what yeah. scares me about the United States of America is that nobody cares, and they really mm -hmm. don't, Terry. They really don't. Mm -hmm. on, and I'm talking about on yeah. either side, Democrat or Republican, because I'm yeah. telling you this. If I was up there in Washington, D.C., I would be yelling, get her in here. We want you to talk to her now and, and find out if she has the slightest clue of how to do her job. And if not, then we need mm -hmm. to vote to remove her from her job. Mm -hmm. And we could do that with, I'm, I'm thinking, the entire cabinet, the president, the mm -hmm. vice president, and all important, I mean, you know, okay, I'm getting I'm getting off base, but it's all a part of this. It's all a part of this because America's got to be weak, right? America has to be weak in order for all this to happen. And believe me, we got an administration right now that has no problem making America weak. In my opinion, what, what what's yours? Uh, well, I wish I could say that you were completely wrong on every point instead of saying you're completely right on every point. You know that's not that's not fair. You're not leaving me anything to talk about. Uh, it's you know I I think I probably ought to look for something else. But anyway, no, it, I'm telling you, it's just insane. The whole thing is insane. And and what what infuriates me, going back to my favorite talking point, is the Uber media. Most of the media in the country are not reporting. Now, you can go uh, to some of the people like um, Tucker Carlson and uh, those guys uh, on, C on uh, Fox. And, and on yeah. Fox, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, you can hear some truth. Uh, but the rest of this, they're not talking about anything that's true. It's yeah. terrible. It's, yeah. uh Oh, I agree. Okay, I got one more before the uh, before we basically run out of time in the first half of the show, and yeah. this one again, it, it's even more of why we need to really consider just how close we are, because mm -hmm. war is a big thing in Matthew mm -hmm. chapter 24. Listen to this. Senior U.S. officials are advising Ukraine to hold off on launching a major offensive against Russian forces until the latest supply of U.S. weaponry is in place and training has been provided, a senior Biden administration official said. U.S. talks with Ukraine on any counteroffensive have been in the context of ensuring the Ukrainians devote enough time first to training on the latest weaponry provided by the United States, the official said. U.S. officials believe an offensive would stand to be more successful should the Ukrainians take advantage of the training and the significant infusion of new weaponry. Harry Michaels reporting. Okay, now, a couple of shows ago, I told you that Russia was getting a little bit irritated with all these countries arming the Ukraine. And that they, uh, as a matter of fact, in the last show, uh, we, we heard from the former president of Russia, making it very, very clear that if they felt like they were going to lose a conventional war, that they would use nuclear weapons. He made it, he mm -hmm. made it pretty clear, you know, they, they wouldn't hesitate to do that. And the way that you could possibly lose a conventional war is if you've got all these other countries helping your enemy. So uh, it doesn't seem to me like it would be a smart thing to do to be completely vocal about it, be way up front. I mean, this isn't this is not being done, you know, behind the scenes or whatever. They're making announcements. You know, we're going to yeah. send them this and we're going to send them that. And um, Russia's looking at this like, hey, 
you know, you're you're giving our enemy weapons to use against us and kill Russian people, kill our Russian troops. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now you're saying and in that report you just heard, they mm-hmm. made it clear mm-hmm. they're going to train them. Well, where are they going to train them? Do you yeah. think they're going to fly them over here to the United States to train them? I don't. I, I think they're going. I think it's just like Vietnam. You remember Vietnam was supposed to be this thing where we sent we sent advisors to Vietnam. Remember that we we yes, sent advisors to Vietnam, that's and then we got into a war. Well, now it looks yeah. like we're sending advisors to the Ukraine, and yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, I think we're, you know. We're getting really close to getting over-involved there. And I just want you to think about this for a second. Again, how close are we? What happens if we have a few American troops in the Ukraine and they get blown up and we know it came from Russia? What then? What do we do then? Uh, That's the kind of thing that bothers me. But I've got a report on this. Unfortunately, for you guys that don't get the second half of the show, you're going to have to find us on YouTube. But I got it, and I'm going to read it in the second half of the show. Join host J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley for the internationally syndicated Last Christian Radio Show, every edition featuring a scripturally sound Christian perspective of current events and breaking news from around the world. For more information or guest opportunities, please visit us online at www.lastchristian.net. your high school diploma for you and your family. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Garage Holmes tells how she suffered severe physical and emotional abuse as a child and how she almost lost her life at the hands of an abusive partner. Growing up in a Sikh home, she called on multiple gods for help, but none answered. However, she shares how during an attack on her life, she called on the name of Jesus and her life was miraculously saved. Raj Holness put her faith in Jesus Christ. Today, Raj runs a ministry to abused women. Join me, Dudley Anderson, on the next of The Reality as we meet Raj Holness. Join Dudley Anderson every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Central for the internationally syndicated radio show, The Reality, on KRRB Revelation Radio. Learn more at www.revelationradio.net. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Join Austin Black for Behind the Tunes every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Time on KRRB Revelation Radio. And for more information about the show, please visit www.revelationradio.net. What is above the name of God? We learn from Psalm 138, verse 2. Thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Do you want to rise to the heights of God's word? Psalm 46.10 tells us, Be still and know that I am God. Join us from the eye of the storm at revelationradio.net Sunday evenings at 7.30 p.m. U.S. Central. You let him try violin because you love him. And if you love him that much, love him enough to make sure he's buckled up and in the back seat. Find out more at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Host or syndicate your very own radio show for only $19.99 a month. 
Our digital broadcasting network provides a potential reach of more than 1 billion people on multiple platforms including radio, YouTube, social media, podcast platforms, and Amazon Alexa. Broadcast one day or all seven, it's your choice. Perfect for aspiring radio personalities, podcasters, entertainers, and content creators in virtually any genre. For more information, visit revelationradio.net today. KRRB-DB, Grand Saline, Canton, Mineola, Texas. Here's the latest from the KRRB Newsroom. This is the latest news headlines in 60 seconds with Alan Edwards. The man photographed with his feet on the desk in Nancy Pelosi's office on January 6th was found guilty Monday on all eight counts for his role in the attack on the U.S. Capitol. The defendant Richard Barnett says he has regrets, but he's not regretful about entering the Capitol. A former FBI official in New York has been arrested over his ties to a Russian oligarch, law enforcement sources stated Monday. Charles McGonigal, who was the special agent in charge of counterintelligence in the FBI's New York field office. French and Germany committed to giving Ukraine unwavering support and to strengthening the European Union as they sought to overcome differences over defense. Strong majorities of Americans believe that both President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump acted inappropriately when it came to their handling of classified documents. That's the latest headlines in 60 seconds. I'm Alan Edwards. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the second half of the last Christian radio show. And, uh, you know, Terry, whenever I change something, you know, you would think if you do it, you know, if you're the one that changes it and uh, has worked on it, that you would remember what you've worked on and why you worked on it. But unfortunately, I didn't. So when we went into the break, there's actually like... 30 seconds of free time where you know it and you know the, the music starts to play and you know if we're in the middle of a thought or whatever we can finish that thought and it's really smooth and then 30 seconds in then it gives you the cutoff and you know you you move on and i knew that and then completely forgot it so you got 30 seconds of music i hope y'all enjoyed it um but you know hopefully next time i'll remember the reason I did that was to prevent just exactly that. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in, uh, folks. You have to understand, he's been hanging around with me way too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I could blame you, you know, but you're about 80 miles away from me, so it's hard for me to blame you for much of anything, you know. I don't know. Um, anyway, look. I promised you guys I had a report for you, and I do, because how close are we, Terry? How close are we to everything happening? I mean, you're, you're going to have Damascus has got to be destroyed. The Bible says so. Um, Russia has to form a coalition and move against Israel in order for God to crush them because nobody comes to their defense again because the Bible says so. And the rapture of the church has to occur at some point because the Bible says so. The problem that we have is we don't know what happens first and it's conceivable, it is within the scope of possibility that all three happen at the same time. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's really possible that that could happen. But if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I wouldn't bet on it. You know, um, because... The rapture of the church, Terry says it all the time, how fast it is. And tonight I'm going to let you say what you want to say. I'm going to, I'm going to give mm -hmm. you that opportunity to say that, you know, that little phrase I tell you to never say. I'm going to let, oh, you, okay. say, I'm going to let you say it tonight. If I, if I can remember what it is. 
<laughs> a day? No, a, that's, no, uh, no, no, listen. <laughs> that's I know. one phrase I won't forget. Okay, but well, anyway. I'm, I'm going to let you say that here in just a minute, okay? Okay. Um, okay. Because we are getting down to it. Just how close are we? Okay, I'm going to read this report first. I want you all to think about that for a minute. Think about everything that's going on in the world right now. Think about all the, you know, we got the pestilences, we got the wars, we got the rumors of wars. We got the earthquakes, we got natural disasters everywhere. We got kingdom rising against kingdom. We got nation rising against nation. We got race rising against race. Okay, we got all that going on exactly the way God said it's going to happen. How close are we? Okay, so mm -hmm. now listen to this. This is a report. This is from a gentleman by the name of Andrew Meldrum, uh, and he is with the Associated Press, and uh, he wrote this from, from uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Mm -hmm. It said, The Speaker of Russia's Parliament warned Sunday that countries supplying Ukraine with more powerful weapons risk their own destruction. Uh, now, that's, that's a heck of a way to, to start things out right there, okay? Uh, anyway, risk their own destruction, a message that followed new pledges of armored vehicles, air defense systems, and other equipment, but not the battle tanks that Kiev requested. Now, remember, they just played your report. The United States is thinking about sending just those tanks he's talking about. That's what, that's what they want. That's what Biden wants to send them. Keep that in mind, okay? Supplies of offensive weapons to, Kiev, to, the, to the Kiev regime would lead to a global catastrophe. That is state uh, Duma chairman, and I'm not even going to attempt his, his name, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, anyway, he said, if Washington and NATO supply weapons that would be used for striking peaceful cities and making attempts to seize our territory as they threaten to do, it would trigger a retaliation with more powerful weapons, Ukraine supporters pledged billions of dollars in military aid to Ukraine on Friday, though the new commitments were overshadowed by defense leaders failing at international meeting in Ramstead, Germany, to agree on Ukraine's urgent request for German-made Leopard 2 battle tanks. Now, there's a lot more in this report, and you know I may go back to it again as, uh, as, as we're talking here, Terry, but how close are we? I mean, you you've you know you have looked at this situation. Uh, I'm going to get the years right. Forty eight years. You have done this for forty eight years now. Okay, um, you've got three books out. Two of them on the rapture. One of them, when now becomes too late. Your first book about the rapture, but it wasn't as. Uh, it, it wasn't as inclusive. It wasn't as as dramatic. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to, the right words to use here. Direct, whatever. Uh, as the last book, which is now in its fifth edition, which is Blast Off for Piamore. So, how close are we, Terry? While I read over this, you just kind of take us through your experiences, and you know, uh, and you can use your phrase. Well, all right, I'll use it, because uh, what uh, Joel's referring to is the fact that of all of these prophecies that we're looking at, we've got them out here on the table, uh, the only prophecy that is uh, set and, and, and uh, displayed and prophesied and projected uh, as going to happen in an imminent moment, imminent means any moment. And when it says any moment, it's talking about any moment on the day that must be called today. Right. And I, words, I get after him. I get after him all the time. And I want him to say it tonight. And then you can continue. But I want him to say it tonight for this reason. The rapture didn't happen yesterday. The, the end of nope. the world didn't happen yesterday. And if you wait for tomorrow to come, Number one, tomorrow never comes. Okay, it never shows That's up. Right. I, I have never, I have never lived on a day called tomorrow. I have never lived on a day called tomorrow. Okay, that's, that's right. in the future, Amen. and you may not have that. 
That's the point yeah. that I wanted to drive home. When he says a day that must be called today, he means it can happen at any fraction of a second. I mean, at any fraction of a second. Go ahead, Terry. I'm, I'm still, I'm still reading yeah. this. Go ahead. Yeah. And 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 I love the way Joel always get pushes and gives that opportunity for people throughout the entire hour. He'll come in and he'll talk about the importance of accepting Jesus as your Savior. And today on Facebook, I ran across a post in which a lady, uh, very well-intentioned, she's a believer, she's a Christian, mm -hmm. but uh, we all study the Bible. Uh, I've, I've been 48 years, and I haven't even dusted off the jacket yet. That's how deep the Bible goes. But she posted this verse uh, from uh, Matthew 24. Uh, in the first verses of, of the Matthew chapter 24 passage, they're asking Jesus, how close are we, is what they're asking. Mm -hmm. And he goes through and describes all of the things that are going to, we need to look for. All of those things that he describes are happening now more and more and more. It's called exponentiality. That means it's happening constantly over and over again. It's just converging. That's another popular word. Right. All of these things. Oh, wait, don't stop. Oh, 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 it's all, that's what's happening right now. That's where we're living. And so she quoted this verse from verse 13. Uh, of 24, but he that shall endure, Jesus is talking, he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And of course, her point was that if we can only endure uh, to the end, then we'll be saved. But that's not really what that verse right. is talking about. Right. Jesus is talking about the people that are living in uh, the tribulation. Correct. And so I answered her, I answered her response, and I entitled it, Who is to endure to the end to be saved? Who is this? Matthew 24, 13. And her name's Sherry. And uh, I said, Sherry, this admonition uh, that Jesus is making to people uh, is referring to those days during the tribulation. Jesus begins to reveal uh, the pre-trib rapture in verse 32 uh, later on of that same chapter 24, as he introduces the parable of the fig tree. Right. Sometimes it seems like we are being forced to endure, but instead Jesus is revealing how divinely and eternally he has saved each and every believer. Believers before the tribulation ensues are to be daily anticipating on the day called today, daily anticipating Jesus' shout for his bride. Listen to this one. Being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work, that's Jesus, he which has begun a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Right. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Notice Jesus authors, he authors our salvation, and he will perform it until the day of Christ. Jesus is the one doing the whole thing. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. And every man that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as he, Jesus, is pure. John makes this statement after speaking of the rapture, beginning in 1 John chapter 2, verses 28 and 29, and he continues on to 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Hope, the word hope, is more clearly translated anticipation. 51 times in the New Testament, seven more times it is more clearly translated expected or expecting. Thanks so much for the discussion. His shingle is out now. Blast off for PMOR. You can Google T.L. Farley Books, uh, Blast off for PMOR Edition 5, and it's for the purpose of giving you comfort each day, strength each day, and spiritual stamina, stamina as Jesus said, occupy until he comes, and that's what we're doing. So uh, take a look and check it out. Amen. Thank you, well, Joel. Well, you know, one thing that came to my mind, I'd never even thought about it before but I did as you were as you were talking there um, when you people are talking about the Bible you know to, to say it's written it's written for everybody right I mean you know from the beginning of time until and time time ceases and I had never really thought about 
the fact that he was talking about those that endure until the end uh, as being those people that are in the tribulation. And, it, you know, it's, it's really, you know, it, it gives me chill bumps, really, to think about this. But um, nobody, I don't think, really thinks about what's going to happen after the church, you know, after the rapture of the church and what's going on in the tribulation, what kind of hope would people have with everything that's going bad? I mean, the complete destruction. Now they look at Matthew 24, and they, and they see in there, if I put my faith in Jesus Christ, if I just put my faith in Him, if I trust Him, I know I messed up. I missed the rapture of the church. I missed that, okay? I know I got to suffer, but the Bible is clear, and it tells me if I will put my faith in Jesus Christ and I will just make it to the end, I will be saved. You know, I had never, I'd never thought about that before, but that is extremely powerful, for those people yeah. who do miss the rapture of the church, when there aren't the mm-hmm. when when the churches aren't there, but the Bible will always be there. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, mm-hmm. Satan is not going to be able to remove the Bible from mm-hmm. the earth. He may think he can, but it ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we know that there yeah. are other that there will be missionaries. That, uh, you know, yeah. there will be people that are saved. And I don't know that just jumped out at me tonight. And it, it, yes. was, it was a, again, the more you read the Bible and the more that you get into the Bible, the more you figure out that you haven't learned enough and you need to keep reading. Revelation chapter 7, uh, God sets aside 144,000 young Jewish evangelists. Right. And he sends them out across the earth preaching the gospel. He's going to put a special blessing on them so that they can't be harmed until he says so, Mm -hmm. and they go out preaching the gospel. Millions and probably maybe even billions of people are actually going to get saved during the uh, tribulation. Now, the reason Jesus talked about enduring until the end is he wanted to give all people that are in the tribulation hope Hope. to know that it's worth, amen, that it's worth living on through don't kill yourself in other words but you live on through now a lot of you are going to die because that's what revelation chapter 6 describes a lot of people on the earth are going to die from from all kind pestilence famine swords everything else but some are going to make it through all the way seven years and they're going to see jesus coming back and joel and i are going to be with uh, jesus and and we're going to be fighting we're going to be riding white horses, right. and, and our wives are going to be with us, and it's going to be magnificent, and Jesus is going to destroy the enemy, and he's going to set everything right, and it just, I could, you know, I could go on, we won't, but that gives you an idea. So if you miss the rapture, I'm sorry, but please don't miss it. This is your time not to miss it, and the train's leaving the station, and, um, but if you don't, and if you hear this after the raptures happened and they're telling you that aliens took us or some garbage <laughs> like that, you just know it's Jesus and you know, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to get ready to teach people that because yeah. and they're using all kinds of things. It's a long story. But the point being is that if you do happen to land on the wrong side of the tribulation, trust in Jesus and if you have to die for him, die for him, because you're going to live forever with him uh, and to tribulation saints. And if you if you can, live all the way to the end. Live all the way to the end, because at that time, Jesus is coming back. Revelation chapter 19 will tell you all about when Jesus is coming back at the end. Right. And, and that's the yeah. end. That's yeah. Okay. And don't confuse it with a rapture. Complete, two completely separate events. You know, I always like to, anytime we mention that, I'll, I always want to hammer that home, that the rapture comes first. You know, the, Jesus' return is to put an end, put an end to yes. all of the evil. And, uh, and so anyway, again, what jumped out at me was that hope that you were talking about. You know, it's not, it's yes. not, um, I didn't even equate it so much with people trying to kill themselves 
as you know during the rapture or during the uh, tribulation period i didn't really think about that i didn't really think about that what i was thinking about was you know if you got all these horrendous things going on uh, if you don't believe in jesus if you put him to the side you would tend to give up hope yes what he has what he has done in matthew 24 in just that in that small section there uh, is he has provided that hope for those people that do miss it. But now, yeah. let's get back to the don't miss it part, okay? Yes. Um, this yes. is the last Christian radio show. This show was created first as a podcast and developed into a full-blown, internationally syndicated radio show seeking one mm. thing, and that is that last individual to accept Jesus Christ as Savior before the rapture of the church. And, you know, mm. I base the premise on it. I repeat it over and over again. Those of you that follow us all the time, you get tired of me saying that as much as you get tired of saying, hearing Terry say a day that must be called a day. I guarantee it. But there's somebody out there that hadn't heard this yet, and I'm talking to them. Yes. Just yes. like there is a last play in any football game where the quarterback drops back, he throws a pass, it's game over. Win or lose, right now, when that play is over, the game is over. Well, just like that, when the rapture occurs, the game is over. You have, you are now, you must endure at least part of the great seven years mm -hmm. of tribulation. Every Christian living and dead will have departed this world. They will mm -hmm. be with Jesus Christ. They'll meet him in the air. They'll go to heaven and they'll wait for the return, which will mm -hmm. come later on. But there isn't a second chance. Once a rapture happens, and it happens really quick, and once a rapture mm -hmm. happens, then there isn't any going back. Now, let me, let me, a little story here to really hammer that point home. When I was a kid, maybe five, six years old, and I heard about the rapture for the first time. Didn't really understand it, but, it, you know, I came from a Bible-believing family. I came from a very from a Christian family. Thank God for that. Okay, Amen. That saved me later on down the line. But, Amen. But the thing is, when, when I heard about this rapture thing, I actually had dreams, Terry. I had dreams mm -hmm. as a little kid about people mm -hmm. slowly rising up, and I would grab them. I would grab those mm -hmm. people, you know, and that way I would mm -hmm. be able to go. I would be able to go, mm -hmm. you know, if I wasn't one that was selected, if I wasn't a floater, well, I would be able to catch mm -hmm. a floater and float up. It doesn't work mm -hmm. like that. The rapture mm -hmm. happens in the twinkle of an eye. You ain't mm -hmm. going to be grabbing nobody, and even if you could, you'd just slip right on. Okay, so you can't mm -hmm. do that. You got to be ready. You got to be ready when that trumpet blasts, when that mm -hmm. shout comes. You have mm -hmm. got to be ready. So mm -hmm. please, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, and I'm talking to all of you mm -hmm. all over the world right now, and I appreciate the fact that in, from our last show, I don't know how they did it, but they got me a message from North Korea saying thank you. Oh, wow. That one was big. And that one, I'm, I may put that one up on screen one of these days. It's really big. Thank okay. you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But we're also getting, we know that there are listeners from all over the Middle East in all these troubled areas. And for those of you that are listening right now, and I know that some of you are huddled together in places knowing that if you're discovered, you could be killed. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior right now, I want you to get on your knees right now. And you just say these words. Father, please forgive me of my sins. I know I have sinned against you. Father, I know that Jesus Christ came to this world to save me, that he died on the cross for me that he was buried for three days in the tomb, and he rose after that third day. He was seen by more than 500 people. He promised us that he would come back, and he would take those that believe mm -hmm. in him, living and dead, into the air and save them mm -hmm. from seven years of tribulation. 
Father, I know all this. I believe it in my heart, and I promise you that I will do all I can to walk with Jesus Christ all the days of my life. Mm -hmm. And I ask you for your forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you Amen. will pray just a prayer like that, and it doesn't have to be exact words, because God mm -hmm. sees the heart, not the words. Some people can't even mm -hmm. speak, but they can think it. Mm -hmm. So please, accept Jesus Christ into your heart. And when you do that, you don't have to worry about how close is it. You don't have to worry about mm -hmm. it. As a matter That's of fact, right. you can look forward to it, as Terry and I do. Yeah. You can look forward yes. to it. Uh, do mm -hmm. it. Does anybody want to die? No. No. We all have apprehension about our physical being, our issues that we may have, problems. None of us mm -hmm. wants to die. But for those of us who are Christian, who can say, Lord... I'm ready. Yes. It's been hard. It's been hard. Mm -hmm. And I fought to mm -hmm. the end. And I mm -hmm. love this life, but I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Now then, for those of us who are ready, this earth, well, it's the closest thing you're ever going to have to hell. And for those that don't believe, this earth, is the closest thing you're going to have to heaven. Now, I yeah. copied that. I took that from Reverend Jim Burt, Oats Drive Baptist Church <laughs> in Mesquite, Texas. Third time Amen. I've played him. But it's true. Amen. It's 100% true. Terry, go ahead. Amen. Amen. No, I was just agreeing with you, and I was agreeing with Pastor Burt on what he, there's a beautiful, nice, short picture. Remember that Jesus said there was a man, he was a tax collector, and we're in tax season right now. Yeah. But he came into the temple, and he was so ashamed of himself and his sins, he could not lift his eyes to heaven. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And it says that he prayed this prayer. He said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. That was all of it. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And Jesus said that man, because of his heart, because of his desire to call on God only, no one else, and to ask for forgiveness of his sin, Jesus said that man went to his house justified before God. Amen. So you can pray that prayer, and Jesus will save you. And here's the exciting thing. Let me give you a little excitement here. When you pray that prayer, Jesus is going to come into your heart, into your mind, into your spirit, into your soul, and you are going to begin to see things in a new world. There was a young man that got saved, and he was leaving the church, and he told the preacher, I'm a brand new person, and, and it's a brand new world. And the pastor said, no, son, it's the same old world. You're the one that's brand new. Amen. And that's Amen. what it's going to be. Amen. Because this world's passing away. Yes, it is. But what we've got to look forward to is eternity with Jesus in heaven. Right. So how close are we? Well, let's go back. Let's go back a couple of thousand years to a man that was nailed to a cross. He was a thief. Yes. He was a thief. Okay. Yeah. And he knew that he was getting his just desserts. Okay, He knew that he was dying because of what he did under the laws of that time, that he was receiving the proper punishment for it. But all he did, another thief, thinking only of himself, said, Hey, if, you could, if, you're, really, if you're really who you say you are, get us down. Get us off these crosses. And this one thief, he said, Hey, you know, leave him alone. Leave him alone. You don't even know what you're talking about. But mm -hmm. Jesus, if, if you will, please, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That is belief in Jesus Christ dying mm -hmm. on a cross, dying mm -hmm. on a cross, and yet, and yet he's asking Jesus to remember him. You know what Jesus did? 
He said, tonight, tonight, we're going to be together in paradise. Yeah. Now, yeah. that's pretty powerful, Terry. That's pretty powerful stuff. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Well, if the rapture doesn't happen by Thursday, we'll be back. At 7.30 p.m. Thanks Central again for Time. joining us today for the last Korean radio show. And Good be night. sure to tune in every Tuesday, God Thursday, bless. and Saturday right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for the last Christian podcast. Now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.